guys, my name is Kim Sanders and welcome to You Are Worth the Work, a podcast that reminds busy moms that following your dreams ain't all rainbows and roses, but you are worth the work that it takes to thrive in this life. After you listen, please rate and review the episode. Also, if you want to connect with me, I will have that info for you in the show notes. Let's get started. Hey, you guys, I am so excited to hang out with you today. Thank you so much for checking out another episode of You Are Worth the Work. Listen, so (laughs) I said um, the other day on my Facebook page that my next episode may be a video episode, and I had every intention of doing that. Like, I've been wanting to do a video podcast episode for months now, and this week, y'all, life has just been lifing, and it is not happening. Like, I could have done this as a video, but to be honest with you, I don't think that it would have been the level of quality that I would have wanted to bring you guys for my very first video episode, and I am getting away from perfectionism. You know, everything does not have to be perfect around here, but it has to be some certain extent. Like, it can't be trash. And I feel like today (laughs) it would have been trash. So I'm going to work on it for the next episode. um, And I hope that you guys enjoy it. If that's something that you would love to see, let me know. Hit me up on social. I've got that in the show notes. Shoot me an email. That's also in the show notes. But we're going to get into it because, y'all, like I said, life has been lifing. And so (laughs) we took the kids to SeaWorld, right? And, um, here's another reason why I can't do, I couldn't do video this time around because I have not had my phone for four days, four days and some change, right? So probably four whole days, 20, 24, 48, 72, do the math. Um, it's been four days since I've had my phone and this is what happened. So we go to SeaWorld, right? And when I go to amusement parks and things like that, I wear the pants, my compression leggings with the pockets. Why? Because they have pockets. And I can always slip my phone in them. And on the roller coaster, they are usually very secure. I've never had an issue until this time. So we go to SeaWorld. Shout out to SeaWorld Orlando. Very nice park. It wasn't super crowded. Um, It was hot though. And that ain't SeaWorld's fault. (laughs) Um... And so we get on this ride, and if you've been to SeaWorld, I can't remember, I think it's called Manta, M-A-N-T-A, because Mako, M-A-K-O, is the shark one. So it's M-A-N-T-A, I think. It's the one by the aquarium, kind of as you walk in. So anyway, we go, and I've never been on this ride before, because usually when we go with the kids, it's just the two of us, right? It's just, you know, the two, the parents and the children, but we brought the grandparents along, and um, they didn't want to ride, so we get on. And cause they, my mother-in-law took the kids to the aquarium and y'all, I didn't realize you are suspended like face down, right? Like face down. So you're harnessed in, you're face down. And, um, the way the harness fits, thank God it's secure because you're face down on a roller coaster. It squeezes my pocket and I can feel it squeezing my pocket. And I'm like, Mm, okay, I should be able to like slide it back down. No, because the way the harness is, and again, thank you SeaWorld Orlando for having such a secure harness. I can't move my arms and I can't move my hands. This actually would have been a very good video podcast because you could see me flapping my hands. Um, I can't. And I, in my mind, I'm like, God, please don't let this phone pop out of my pocket as we're going. And because I can feel it starting to slide. 
And so we're going and we're flipping and we're turning and we're going loop to loop and all this other stuff. And keep in mind, I'm face down. Can't touch my, can't touch my hips. Can't touch my pocket. And I felt it slip and then it wasn't there anymore. <laughs> so my phone slides out of my pocket and I, uh, we get to the end of the ride. The ride's amazing, by the way. It's a fun ride. And I tell my husband, I go, my phone dropped. And he looked and he was like, yep. And so luckily they have this thing where you like click, you do the QR code, you report, you know, what you lost. And at night, every night after they shut everything down, they, um, they do a scan, you know, they go check for lost things. And sure enough, I did the, you know, did the thing. We continued on because, you know, I'm not going to let that ruin my day. And they found it and it took them like two days to ship it, but it finally got here today. So I'm excited by having my phone back, but that is why the whole premise of this episode is to, to talk. And there's my, there's my phone. It's not my phone, but I'll get into that later. Um, to talk about what we do when life is life in and things don't go your way. We keep living. So I'm going to go into some goals I set for the time I had no phone and what do we do to avoid like a full on woe is me session. Okay. So thank you for listening to my whole story about what happened when my compression pants were not compressing, but the ride for show did. So when I thought about not having my phone for an extended period of time. And when I say extended, I mean, you know, for a day or so. Um, At first I was like, oh my God, what am I going to do? What am I going to do without a phone? Like I run my business primarily from my phone. I, half of my calendar is on my phone because I subscribe to different calendars for the kids school, for sports and whatnot. I mean, life, right? Like we, these phones (laughs) have become like our lifeline. And I was like, what am I going to do with no phone? Oh my goodness. And so my first thought was like, go buy another phone. I'm like, that's stupid, Kim. Don't do that. That's a thousand dollars you don't need to be spending right now. Um, But I did think about it. Real talk. I thought about it because, you know, you can always finance something, right? So anyway, we, I didn't, and I'm glad I didn't because the phone is in working order. And that was another one of my things. Like how far did it drop? Is it working? It's in a case, but you know, is the case going to hold up? So far, so good. So one of the things I did was I kind of shifted my mindset. I was like, well, what can I do regarding my business, right? In order for me to continue to be productive during this period of perceived non-productivity, decreased productivity, which wasn't, ended up not being true. Um, and I was like, okay, I'll be without a phone for a couple of days. So let me set some goals for what am I going to do while I don't have my phone? Because in my mind, if I have no phone, I can focus a little bit more because I'm not constantly checking notifications. And I do have some turned off. And I know some people say, turn off all your notifications. Eh, I don't like having a whole bunch of things like at the end of the day. Um, you know, I do things in pockets. And so I check things in pockets. But I did look forward to the increased focus. Um, And I did some research on like screen time and decreased productivity. And this is the one that jumped out at me. I was reading this article in Forbes and I think it's from 2019. And I believe it was the woman who is a co-founder of the Webby Awards. And so she did a bunch of research and she talked about um, how 
decrease productivity, you know, from screen time and how it's okay to take like a day off. I think they, I think she called it a technology Shabbat, I think. Um, and so, you know, the benefits of kind of taking at least one day off a week away from, uh, away from your technology. And the thing that jumped out to me was the research said that it takes about 23 minutes to regain productivity after being distracted. 23 minutes. That's a lot of time. 23 minutes is a long time to veer back on course after you checked Twitter. And I like Twitter. I really do. But it does get me off course. Instagram does the same thing. Um, So I was like, well, you know what? I can focus on some different things while I am without phone. So I figured I would have less FOMO because I can't constantly be on social media. So I'm not constantly trying to see what so-and-so is doing or what reel is popping and what's trending and what do I need to record because I can't record anything because I don't have my phone. Um, I can embrace what's happening for me and not to me. And one of the things, okay, so let's keep it real. I missed being on Instagram because every morning before I do my workout, I juice jam with my friends and um, my amazing coach friends in our community. And basically it's the time that it takes for the pre-workout to kick in. And it's not like the jittery bounce off the walls pre-workout. It's all natural and I love it and I really enjoy it. And we'll talk about that another time. But in the time that it takes to kind of get you ready, we dance and we curate playlists and we use the music on Instagram and Triller and things like that to dance. And the playlist this week was on fire. And so I hate that I missed it, but I watched them from my laptop. I watched a few from my laptop. So if you look up hashtag juice jam TBB, you'll see us. Or if you follow me on Instagram, you'll see us. It's really fun. Um, and I missed out on that, but I, decided to kind of embrace what was happening. And I was like, you know what? I feel, I'm gonna feel a little more free. Why? Because I'm not expected to be available all the time. I have definitely checked my email a lot less. And I was more intentional with my screen time because I had to pull out my iPad or I had to pull out my actual laptop. First world problems. Um, I had to pull those things out and they're bigger and they're bulkier and they don't have like internet wherever I am. So I had to drive around for a little bit with no phone, which was kind of cool. So besides all, you know, what I was saying, like I felt a little more free. I felt kind of untethered and I say all that to say I survived and I'm even going to consider taking that break that the article talked about once a week. So no social, no work, no email, um, just to kind of clear my head and be a little more present as a mom and as a wife, just kind of explore other things, maybe read more books. Like if you do this, let me know, like hit me up on social or shoot me an email. Let me know if you take these technology sabbaticals, um, or if you just take a day off from social media or your phone. Once a week, I'm very curious to see how that helps you and how you enjoy it because I'm really seriously considering it. So that's enough for story time, right? So when I come back, we are going to talk about what we do to avoid a full-on woe is me session, right? Because this could apply to anything that is happening to you that even feels mildly catastrophic 
anything that's a bit of a pivot in your life. Cause if you're like me, you are, um, a recovering, like I need total control over everything kind of person. So what do we do when life veers a little bit off course, when it's something completely outside of your control, or maybe even a little bit in your control? Cause I, I could have put my phone in the backpack, but I decided not to, but what do we do? Like I said, when life is life in, and things just aren't going the way you plan. Like, how do you pivot? How do you deal with that? So when I come back, we will talk a little bit about that. Because, you know, I'm always about that action. I don't tell stories without action. Be right back. Okay, so what do we do? What do we do to avoid a full-on woe is me pity party when life happens? Because life is going to happen. Or if this is happening to someone else, right? Right we should be looking for ways to help our friends or our family. If something like this is happening to someone else and they are strong enough and brave enough to ask for some help. So if this is you, then first of all, I would acknowledge what's going on. So don't bury your head in the sand. Don't try to avoid talking about it or dealing with the emotions that come with life happening. Like stuff is going to happen. It's not a matter of if it's a matter of when. So if we face it and, you know, sit in those emotions, it's okay to feel what you feel, right? But let's not mope and whine and, you know, have full on dramatic pity party about it. Like feel the feel and then let's move on. The second one how can you work around this? So maybe this is the time where you ask for help or that brave person in your life asks for help. When it comes to my phone, I, you know, God bless my mother-in-law. She let me borrow her phone this week until I got mine. And it could be something a lot more serious than that, but do not ever be afraid to reach out for help. Um, Honestly, like I said, this is kind of a first world problem. I don't have my cell phone, but there are times where you're going to be going through, you know, you're just in a slump. You're feeling really down on yourself. Things are not going great at work. The kids are acting brand new. Your spouse is acting brand new. The people around you are just, maybe other people are going through something and it's affecting you. Like let's acknowledge what's going on and then figure out a way. Is there a way that I can work around this? Is there a way for me to work through this and still be able to function um, while kind of going through this little this little valley in our lives? And ensuring that we do something, one thing for ourselves helps with this, right? Working around it, working through it. Do not forget your self-care. A lot of times when things happen to us, when life throws its curveballs at us, we, the very first thing that we get rid of is our workout routine or we stress eat or emotionally eat. So all of those, all of those gains that we have made, they don't go down the drain in one day, but that habit, you're slowly breaking that very good habit that you took so much time and effort to build up. And so it's counterproductive because you're going to get through this because you will, you're going to get through this and you're going to be like, dang, now I got to get back on my workout routine. Well, stick with it, stick with something. And if that means that, let's just say you're doing a 40 minute workout program right now, five days a week, and all you can muster is a 20 minute, four days a week or five days a week or whatever, do what you can because those good endorphins are going to help you. You're going to take your mind off of things. Do not skip your meditation. That's going to help as well. Find a way to work around it. Get some help. Do not, do not 
do not throw away your self-care routine or doing one thing for yourself. If you have to take 10 minutes to go walk around the block, then do it because that is going to help you clear your head. You're going to get more clarity. You are going to feel better if only for those 10 minutes and then you come back to the poop show, right? That's okay because you got 10 minutes in or 20 minutes in just for yourself to feel better. And as you keep going, as you get through it, you'll be right back on track. So the third thing, ask yourself, what is this teaching me? Like, what is life trying to teach me? What is God trying to show me? What am I supposed to learn from this experience? For me, it was a message to slow down and detach. And it's okay for me to disconnect sometimes. And if you just sit and think about it, like really to, and again, this goes back to taking the time for yourself, sit and think about it and use that shift in thinking to keep your spirits high. Instead of what was me, you're like, I'm learning from this. It's a lesson. It's not an L. I'm not taking that sort of L. I'm taking L like I'm learning. And the final thing, <laughs> if, if you're going through something super serious, this may not apply to you, but find something to laugh at. Find the silver lining. Find the joke in some of this um, because we all do stupid things. Like I lost my phone. I feel like this, there's something funny. I'm going to tell and retell the story and I'm going to put extras on it because it's a funny story. But Find a way to brighten your spirits and keep yourself lighthearted um, as you're going through things because life is going to happen, you guys. So that's what I've got. If this spoke to you or anybody that you know, feel free to share this because I think it's really important for us to talk about what happens when life happens. Thank you so much for listening to You Are Worth the Work. If you enjoy this podcast, I'd love for you to subscribe, rate, review, share, tell your friends. And I'll talk to you next time. Bye.